Yeah. I've got the garage door open for light. I can close it. Right, but then it'll be pitch black. It won't be pitch black. I got that. <laughs> I don't hear anything. All right. Oh, I should disguise my voice though. Right. Yeah. Maybe I'll run a maybe I'll run a filter over it. I adjusted my light too. I went a little darker to be more natural. But uh yeah, this is the illustrious gentleman. If you want to support the show. If you want to check out what Scott or I are doing, you can go to tigshow.com for all the important links, stuff like that. Uh, what have you been up to this week since we talked last week? Uh, Besides uh, going into witness protection. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> I haven't been up to anything. Okay. Uh no. Uh yeah, nothing. I got uh quarantine kids. So uh I'm doing that again. Mm-hmm. Like 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 real quarantine, because my oldest tested positive for the COVID. So everybody else had to stay home. So that that, that sucks. Yeah, they can't even I mean can't even get outside really to run around or anything. no they're going crazy yeah i bet yeah because school i mean no matter how much online school you have it's not you're still at home so everything is still your attention is divided like we're like when you work from home so for kids it's got to be like 10 right times and they can't worse. go run around and right go talk to people and shit anyway i took uh the two of them to get tested today and i got tested for the third time um yeah so that's neat it was a saliva test so i got to spit Spit. in tube a lot yeah the one test i did it was a spit and it's it's oddly difficult to fill that much spit without yeah without like hawking a loogie or whatever into it yeah it's real hard you don't you don't understand uh how much spit you don't produce and it's super fucking gross (laughs) yeah you're just you're sitting there eight feet away from somebody else and you both are just spitting into it too oh, yeah yeah it's great yeah so that's some somebody's job is to stand there all day and collect tubes yeah. of saliva from strangers right so uh so you you everyone's healthy though i mean other than you know uh disease running through your home there's no like side effects uh yeah well i guess it's 48 hours so we'll find out it's thursday now so saturday sometime but, uh yeah so it'd be nice to not. Right. To not. Whatever. Well, I hope I hope everyone there stays safe, except for that dog next door. Yeah. I hope that dog dies. Well, I went I to every day, all day. <laughs> oh, I look at my cats in the face and I tell them I wish they were dead. But <laughs> then when one of them gets like a cold, then I feel bad. So that's what I'm gonna be known for. Like that's how my kids are gonna remember me. God, Dad really hated that dog. Yeah, it's, hey, it's better than hey, Dad really hated us. Yeah, uh, it's. Yeah. <laughs> you remember when Dad taught you how to ride a bike? No, but he really hated that fucking dog. All right, so hopefully everyone there stays safe. If anyone listened to last week's show, you know that I went on a road trip and I went to. Like I went to check out the Glamis Dunes, which is where Return of the Jedi was filmed. Oh yeah, 
Did you find the Sarlacc pit? No, it was uh, very underwhelming. It wasn't like I had high hopes for it based off like I thought it'd be like in Africa or looking over these great dunes of like the Asian and African deserts. And it was like you could see easily one side to the other. And it was just like filled with people on like sand rails and ATVs and shit. So there's just like flags flying everywhere and motorhomes and stuff. It sucked. Uh, I mean, I guess it was kind of was there was there anything posted anywhere about Star Wars being filmed there? No, it's just something I saw online. That's weak. But this was only like one, like a lot of the, like maybe it is a lot cooler if you can get out into the dunes and like set up camp or something like that. But obviously you can't do that in the 2011 Kia Rio sedan. So I just had to look from like the parking lot lookout point, but it was a little disappointing. Um, but the Salton Sea was super cool. If you're into like things that look like they're dying rapidly, uh, then the Salton Sea is a place you should visit because uh, the sea is dying rapidly, um, but everything around there is like run down. It's like super desolate, like fucking it's, I loved it. Uh, but it's like, you go to the beach thing there and there's like art installations in the, on the beach uh, that you can like take photos with or whatever. Uh, but like, you can't, you're not really supposed to go in the water cause it's so like right. carcinogenic and shit. Uh, so so the beach was kind of neat, but then the, the town of Bombay Beach or the, I guess, community of Bombay Beach is like, we're just driving through the neighborhood there. There's maybe like 40, 50 houses, but like it, one would be demolished. One would be burnt out. One would be a rotting trailer. And then one would be a nice stucco house with like a grandma out front, like watering her plants. And then it's like burned down house, like, like, <laughs> like weird artist's house that's made out of like uh, concrete blocks and shit. And it's, so it's yeah. like, there's like five or six night, like well-kept up houses there, a ton of trailers. And then mostly everything's like just falling apart and rotting away. And it's like, there's no cops anywhere. We didn't see, I don't, I don't think it's on parkland. I mean, maybe it is, but like you didn't see any park rangers, nothing. It was like insane. So I'm into that kind of shit. I think I'd like to go back some someday. It's only a three-hour drive from West Phoenix. It's about a seven-hour drive for you. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, oh, I didn't. we didn't do our drinking thing yet. I was going to bitch about something. Uh, are, oh. are you having anything today, or is it because no? No, I couldn't okay. find anything. I All right. have anything on hand. Well, luckily for our listener, I recorded the uh, my drinking segment last night. And so I had four beers left to do to get into the, the, the uh, top two, or no, to get into the final four. Where the hell's my list? Well, anyways, I don't have to tell you because it's in the segment. So let, let's just go to the, let's go to the drinking segment. Let's do it. Hey everybody, welcome to week six of the uh, Blind Budget Beer Challenge, the Triple B. Uh, this is, like I said, week six, we're into the Elite Eight. This is the last week that I will have to drink four beers from uh, the next three rounds after this, it moves on to a head-to-head competition. I'm as excited about that as you are, and I'm as excited to finish this stupid challenge as you are, trust me. Um, what seems like a good idea after you've had a couple uh, might not be the best idea, but I committed. I committed for like eight episodes of this challenge uh, leading up to episode 200. So here we are, uh, episode 197. And I got four beers left. And like I said, two of them will go on to the final four. Two of them will go home, start golfing early. 
And uh, they will join Pacifico and Budweiser, which were the two uh, beers that moved on last week, with uh, Pacifico being my favorite beer of the week last week. And what I recall as being a difficult decision as nothing really blew my socks off. Again, now that we're in the Elite Eight, I'm not just choosing something what's easiest to drink. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what actually has any flavor to it or anything uh, substantial to it. So tonight we have the number two seed, Natural Light, the number four seed, Heilemann's Old Style, the number five seed, Bud Light, and the number seven seed, Pabst Blue Ribbon. And again, if you didn't watch last week, uh, the beers were reseeded after the first round. And so that's how you get like a number two for Natural Light and Bud Light's only the fifth seed because if I enjoyed it the first time around, it got a higher seed basically. So there we are, Natty Light, PBR, Old Style, and Bud Light are today's beers. Two will move on. I'm going to sip these beers that were poured by an independent third party. And uh, then I'm going to come back towards the end of the program and uh, let you know which ones I liked, which ones I didn't like. I'm going to be taking notes. Let's go to school. All right, so those are the shitty four beers that I'm having today um, or last night, previous time travel. Um, and as I ramble one more time, speaking of time travel, dude, the new season of Star Trek Discovery is lame. I don't know if you've oh, seen Oh, I don't know if you've seen I would have guessed. We really liked the first two seasons. Well, we, we liked a lot of the first two seasons. But this season, it's like everything is so, so much crying. Like in every episode, the main character cries. And then at least like one or two other people cry. And it's just like so much crying. <laughs> It's everything is so emotional. Like every line is delivered, like it's, you know, like like it's the world's best screenplay, or like it's Casablanca when it's like, you know, don't take my dilithium crystals. Like she'll say it, and her eyes will be like get all wide and <laughs> look glassy eyed, talking about like dilithium. dilithium. Um, so yeah, it's a bummer so far. Super bummer. Not that you. Yeah, I've uh, I've never watched Star Trek anything. Oh my god! I've watched I watched half of the Next Generation pilot, and I've seen a handful of the movies. I figured that'd be up right up your alley. It's like easily. I haven't digestible. even seen any of the good movies. Oh, right. You probably saw like I saw uh, Star Trek Six and First Contact. Yeah, is Six the one with the whale, or is that First Contact? No, the uh, six is... No, the one with the whale is three, four? No, uh, well, it's not, it can't, four. Be, it can't be three. Search so for four. Spock is three. Right. Yeah, so the one where they have to, like, save a whale. Yeah. Weak. Like, that they seems had, like, like prime Star Trek. Yeah, like, they couldn't even figure out how to, like, uh, beam up a blue whale. Like, that was a big problem in the movie when... You know, they have faster than like travel and shit. They can't beam up a yeah. blue whale. I've never seen Wrath of Khan. Uh, never seen. Uh, why did they stop with Next Generation? Why didn't they make any like uh, whatever the fuck the other series movies were? Why didn't I, you ever get a Deep Space Nine movie? Because I don't think, uh, I think the two. Or Scott next, Bakula. I think the two Next uh, Generation movies did not do that well. The one with Tom Hardy didn't crush the box office. No, but I watched it not that long ago, and I thought, "Wow, that's Tom Hardy." <laughs> right. Yeah. That's a young, handsome Tom Hardy playing a Romulan. 
but yeah that you might want to skip if, if you if you want hard sci-fi then maybe uh, star trek discovery is not for you this season all right any other any other Whatever. thoughts or should we get into uh what do you what do you want to do no uh no uh i have been catching up on my game of thrones though okay um i'm pretty i'm into the first half of season five um i'm getting excited for season eight because people shit all over it that's all i know about it so i'm curious to see if it's that bad um i have the feeling it won't be as bad as everyone says because i have the benefit of bracing for disappointment so i'm expecting it to be awful right i don't remember whatever um it's it's uh it's it's a it's a compelling show i guess is the word i would use you know um it is it great i mean it's it's nothing mind-blowing um the benefit of having a cast that large and constantly introducing new characters is you you can fucking kill everybody and the 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 so you get the benefit of uh which you don't have on like a a network show you get the benefit of everybody is really in danger so any episode whoever you like could die and yeah they just do it because they can because i when you have to devote screen time to 30 different characters sure why not just and there's so much kid murder. I love it. <laughs> I bet. You're like, man, those kids, I wish they were dogs. Yeah, they don't <laughs> murder enough dogs. Yeah, I don't remember being... Um, I don't remember being blown away by season eight or super disappointed in season eight. It was like... Sure, there's some stuff in there that either didn't need to be in there, but it, I don't remember it really phasing me at all. Yeah. So... Yeah whatever it's get, fine get pumped uh yeah all right so there you go game of thrones recommended lots of kid murder star trek discovery not recommended because there's a lot of crying Ugh. Ugh. give me kid murder any day any day crying. speaking of crying today's today's show topic uh, i thought of again in the shower last night pretty pretty good thinking spot for me so i was thinking about in sports the idea of relegation and promotion i really like that concept i understand why it could never work in like american now you, you got to be specific you can't just say sports because it's not just sports well I'll, i'm going to read the uh, wikipedia definition here because it's not all sports but it's a lot more sports than just soccer oh really? uh, yeah so according to wiki uh in sports leagues promotion and relegation is a process where teams are transferred between multiple divisions based on their performance for the completed season the best-ranked teams in the lower division are promoted to the higher division for the next season, and the worst-ranked teams in the higher division are relegated to the lower division for the next season. Uh, they talked about it in, like, uh, European, like, hockey, uh, soccer worldwide, except for in the U.S. Uh, what else? There was, like, a, I think a picture of, like, a cricket, cricket batter, whatever. So uh, it's not just a soccer thing, but it's mostly a soccer thing. Just uh, not in the U.S., just not in the U.S., but esports. My kid was telling me that esports, some esports leagues do this. 
So it's like, it's just a way, I don't know. It's a way to float new teams in and out of the league. Yeah. That's interesting. Like the, the U S has there, we're on, you know, uh, the uh, participation trophy rules. So I, I, I would love to see the Yankees have a shit season and the Toledo Mudheads take their place. Right. I think the, I read something about it wouldn't work in America because like they're not, I guess they're not as comfortable like, oh, we got sent down. So now we're going to operate on half as much budget. Like to them, it's always like, like the Yankees would never forego right 50 percent of their capital available to them to play in a lower league like uh, yeah i i wonder i it can't be set up the same way right because i mean these uh these soccer clubs can't be tied to like local tv contracts which is what gives american pro sports right the biggest chunk of their cash yeah it all stems back from the day when everything was about like uh, attendance so even and it works right. because even a team in england's first first uh or in league one, which is their third division. Uh, they, they probably have a stadium that sits like 20, 25,000 people. So if they go up a league and bigger teams come into play, they can still manage it. Like in American soccer, the new uh, Phoenix arena is going to only seat like not arena stadium. I think it's going to seat like 15,000 or something like that. But an MLS stadium, most of them seat like 30. So it's like, yeah, they've got to have different uh, free agent rules and shit too. I would imagine. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I think there's a lot less uh, freedom of movement. Yeah. I, you would think there would have to be. Uh, okay. So anyways, I was thinking about promotion and relegation. And so I thought it'd be fun to do like a comic book version of that. So like imagine a world where a comic book company can only have like, they're limited to the amount of books they can sell on their line, 20, 40, whatever it is. Uh, so Scott and I will take some books that we think have had a good run and uh, relegate that character or team to like a guest star only status. Mm -hmm. that can't headline a book. And in return, we'll promote a character or a team that doesn't have their own book that we think deserves. It's their time to shine. You know, it's it's their one shining moment or whatever that stupid song is. Um, so, yeah, we're going to we're going to take some some uh, some properties and either promote them or relegate them and uh and why so uh do you want to go first since i've been talking nonstop? sure yeah i did three for each what do you got i have uh, yes yes so three pairs i have the same okay yeah um yeah i well i okay i didn't do pairs i didn't do like from one publisher one up one down oh okay that's weird. um but yeah what do you want to start with do you want to start with relegation or promotion let's uh well let's because mine are paired together so let's do your okay. first let's do your first okay do, do, do a relegate and do a promotion and then we'll jump over to me okay okay all right um i, I can sort of sort of pair one up here i would relegate the fantastic four uh with the caveat that i would promote thing and just so so would it be him around in, okay. in, in a solo book Okay, and and we we've kind of talked a little bit about Fantastic Four in the past, but what is your biggest problem with them, and why it's do you a hard sell? Yeah, it, it, I think everybody outside of Thing is pretty boring. He's interesting in that you know he's he's not he's not smart, he's not your typical superhero guy. He's just this dumb regular oaf, and now he's in a monster's body. That's sad. Um, I. 
I was thinking about Human Torch today and how stupid he is. Just, just like the aesthetic of it. Like you think about other like fire, fire superhero characters. Like uh, everybody's got sort of a, or the best ones have sort of a kind of unique shtick. Like Cannonball, he's only the bottom half of his body is cool. Right. And Sunspot looks neat with all the dots and shit. And uh, like nobody else does the full fire thing. It just looks stupid. Uh, Reed Richards always looks dumb when he's stretching and shit. And then Invisible Woman's just boring. Yeah, just get rid of him. I don't want it. Well, I guess if you have a, I guess if you have a thing book, then they could be the guest stars in a thing book. Yeah, sure. But always like he's just like like he's just walking past them and they're just being dumb. Like Reed Richards is getting like his toast out of the toaster from the other room, or you know like like uh, Human Torch is heating up some coffee. You know, because that's all they're good for. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just have them be derpy, just total dorks. It's easy for Reed, <laughs> nerd. Uh, so okay, I had a feeling you were going to take Fantastic Four. Uh, not that it was like a draft, huh. and not that it was a draft, and then we had other ones. Uh, so good guess. I obviously didn't take uh, when I make my picks. I didn't take any sales into account, obviously, because I'm going to be gutting sure. some. I'm going to be gutting some profit out of my publishers here but for my marvel pick i took a spider-man family character of to relegate and another spider family uh, character to promote so i want okay. to i want to send send venom down for a spell and uh and and let him cool off a little bit uh he's hmm. to me he's kind of like the hulk like he works better in small doses and now he's like i don't know how many monthly titles he has and the whole crossover is about the symbiote that's going on line wide. Um, but like, it was basically a character that was like essentially created on one hand because Spider-Man was lazy and they needed a way like Peter Parker's just a lazy piece of shit in the comics. And he doesn't want to always get undressed or whatever. So all of a sudden this thing can be like, Oh, I can cover your body. He's like, Oh, do it for me. It's just, it, I, I think the look of venom is cool, but it's just too much send him into space or yeah after this crossover send him into space and he can guest star in like guardians of the galaxy planet venom or yeah planet venom but then he'll still have a book he'll have four books all planet <laughs> venom spinoffs um so let's get venom on the back burner let him cool out let him recharge remember when when we were kids we were reading comics like the second appearance of venom was like oh shit he's back now it's like he never goes away so Relegate no, Venom. I don't remember this. Okay. Relegate Venom and promote Solo, another Spider-Man character who I always liked. I think it's because his first appearance, I think, might have been a McFarlane issue or something. Like, oh, the character Solo. Yeah. Not wow. the not the DC anthology. Oh, I, I thought you might give a solo book to somebody. Oh no, no. The character solo. Oh. Uh, so yeah, so I uh, I have thoughts. Like, I that's a, that I I can't imagine a more unlikely pick. So, well, uh, so you know, uh, you know, I got all sorts of stuff going on. Here. Yeah, cool. Yeah, and I know about this solo book. Okay, so so right now in, in in America or in the world, we're living in a time where the character the the Punisher character is kind of like problematic because of all the asshole, you know, cops and psychopaths who wear the badge. 
And uh, but so you have Solo, who's a similar character, but he's actually better because he actively renounced his citizenship and loyalty to any country. So he'll just overthrow tyrants everywhere, which I think is cool. Like, you know, he would have he would have teleported into the Capitol building the other week, you know, like that kind of hero. Uh, so like Jason Bourne meets the Punisher, but because he has superpowers, he could have super villains and other superhero guest stars. Be great. And his catchphrase is while Solo lives, terror dies. Did you make that up or is that real? It's real. That's his catchphrase. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's cool. Uh, and, <laughs> and apparently, according to According to Wikipedia, uh, uh, he was designed or created by Mark Silvestri, but I think they meant Todd McFarlane. So uh, I, I don't mixed know. Up sometimes too. Yeah. Okay. Well, who's, <laughs> I don't. I don't know how you don't love my solo <laughs> idea. It's fucking great. Uh, all right. Who's next on all your? Right. Who's your next relegate and your next promotion? All right. Well, since you already mentioned him, I want to. Uh, I want to send the Punisher down. Because I think he's a flaming pile of shit. And uh, let's see. Oh, here's here's another not surprise. Uh, give me some good Azrael shit, motherfuckers. Yeah, I, Azrael would have been a good one to pick, but I knew you were going to pick it. So, yeah, just all day, every day. Just give me the, the flaming sword and the gauntlets and the hood. And yeah, I'm fine. Someday you'll get your wish. Oh. If, you, if you just wish every night and you pray hard enough, you'll get your Azrael book. Yeah. I mean, they'll, they'll reboot it with somebody Every first. time I see a shooting star. John Paul Valley. Was it Valley or Valeli? I think it's Valley. Or Mark Paul Valley. John, no, John, John Paul. John Paul Valley. All right. So the flaming angel with the flaming sword. It Punisher is it just <laughs> you? Uh, are you have you always been against the Punisher, or is it political now? Um, yeah, I'm just I'm really tired of. I don't know. Probably at some point as a teenager, I thought the Punisher was cool because everybody does. But uh, it's just it's just so stupid he's he's the boring version of every other character like that you know um he's he's the lame version of solo greed 100 <laughs> percent um okay so for my next two picks i uh sorry i'm burping i uh for my next two picks i Took, I went to DC. I was. I already did my business in Marvel. Gave them another top-selling book. Now I'm going across the street to DC, and I'm going to switch out some Bat Family characters. Uh, I'm going to relegate Harley Quinn because mm. just, just like Venom, there's way too much Harley. Uh, they bombard you with the character. I mean, there's like 15 different versions and like 16 different books. Mm -hmm. um, none of them ever really grabbed me. I guess when I watched the cartoon, I liked the original version of Harley Quinn, but even that has it is kind of lame uh gets on my nerves so uh 
you know, if you just if you just sent her into the background and canceled all of her books, you would lose all your money. But then she could guest star more frequently in all these books that you want her in. So that's where I would use that character. And then I would promote a character that I've always kind of dug the look of. That's because Darwin, Darwin Cook drew him, but I'd promote Slam Bradley. But I would make it like a, a detective book set in Gotham, like a private detective book. So you get street level, sometimes supernatural level crime. You get an old Sam Bradley. He started his own like private eye firm. And then he, he recruits uh, Renee Montoya, who's the question, and Kate Spencer, who apparently is Manhunter. And uh, they join him. And so like, you know, he has to deal with all these dynamics of these people having powers and kind of like uh, him just being like an old dude is just trying to hold on to shit. You said it in Gotham, you can pull in all the GCPD characters, all the Bat characters. Classic. Get a crime writer to write it. You know, like uh, someone who writes crime novels, like whoever writes those Bosch books, get him on, get him on the Slam Bradley Detective Agency. You know? I know. I thought, I thought we disconnected. I couldn't hear you. Nah, you're, couldn't you're, hear on you. A, you're on you're on a mission to bankrupt everybody. Yeah. Hey, I'm about quality. You know, let's let some other geek worry about the numbers. Okay. I'm the art. Let them worry. Let 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 them do that with their salads. Um, I'm over here eating steaks. Solo and slam Bradley. That's right. It's only gonna get better. All right. Oh, yeah. I am super <laughs> excited for your third pick. Uh, all right. Who's next for you? And if New Warriors comes up, you were in my brain. Uh, let's see. Oh, okay. Relegation. Um, I think I saw a YouTube ad for the, um, the, the Vin Diesel Bloodshot movie. And I thought, oh, Bloodshot. They've been trying to make him a thing for 25 years and right it's just it's not it's never gonna stick yeah a zombie a zombie punisher zombie I, punisher. I don't know anything about him but i think it's stupid I, it, whenever i think bloodshot i i'm pretty sure i see a barry windsor smith cover in my head yeah gold foil and he looks like garbage just uh just bloodshot yeah go away bloodshot it's not gonna happen all right. Well, what are you going to replace it with? Uh, oh, on the stands? I, uh, yeah. So it's not a swap, but uh, like we had talked about on a previous show, let's let's bring back the Wildcats, man. Give me some Caraboom versus Damonite action. Yeah. Just uh, grift, just grifter walking around in like a loincloth. That's the grifter yeah. mask. Right. Yeah. Uh, sure. Brandon Choi's looking for something to do. Uh, yeah. so yeah it, it'd be cool it, it's just fun stuff it's just big dumb did you ever I, I i i enjoy like every kind of version of it too i liked uh, i was gonna ask do you like the hoity-toity like uh i like the jim lee and brandon Choi wildcats yeah. i like the scott labdell and Cha travis shari wildcats i like the alan moore and everybody sean, he worked with sean phillips some of those were a little too cerebral but they were still good you know so still got yeah I, them all. I, I i dig it yeah it, it's just sort of uh it's one of the properties that was able to sort of relax 
and sort of fit into different kind of grooves you know it it it, it was a malleable sort of action adventure property where you could just yeah. do this or that or the other thing so yeah just they, I, i'm sure somebody's got a new idea for it and say oh what if we did this and that would be cool too so i want to see that i want to see it yeah let's yeah. see it let's see it brandon troy and whoever yeah. else um yeah, uh, yeah. Brand, give me Brandon Choi and Jorge Jimenez on a on a Wildcats book. Sure. <laughs> All right. So uh, about a couple of minutes ago, I made a joke about us being in each other's head. Uh, I also chose to relegate Bloodshot. Um, <laughs> he, I mean, he's just been he's been like their main character for so many years, but they always have to keep reinventing him. So just let him go guest star in Ninjack. And just like yeah, you, just, sorry, sorry, Bloodshot, Ninjax still okay, but you gotta fuck off. Uh, so you promoted Wild Cats, W dot I dot L. Oh wait, no, the other way, Cat. Whatever. There, it's, there's a you know whatever. It's abbreviated. Cats is yeah, acronym. An acronym, not abbreviated. Acronym. I also chose to promote an acronym for in place of Bloodshot, but it's hardcore. Or uh, hard hard corpse. Hard corpse. Hard corpse would be a funnier one where it's just like <laughs> just <laughs> a, a zombie with a rigor mortis. <laughs> yeah. Uh so I promote hardcore and and uh so in the current version of the Valiant books. Or he was an undead detective that died with a boner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so <laughs> So uh, hardcore have recently been like a backup team to Bloodshot, but now it's time to put them in the driver's seat, Scott. So first thing, you, first thing you do is you change the name from H dot R dot D corpse to, and I'm just going to go hardcore, like hardcore, right? Because uh, that's what people say, anyways. And then you can just get all wacky with it with like, remember that uh, that uh, X-Men mutant random where his arms just turned into guns and shit? Like flesh looking mm-hmm. guns. Do that with yeah. them. Like just make them all, make their whole bodies turn into guns like Megatrons or something. Go nuts with it. Uh, <laughs> like one thing I really liked about this from back in the day was that they could only have one superpower at a time. I don't know if you ever read the comic, but- No, nobody did. But like if someone was shooting at them, they would call up like- uh, invulnerability but then if someone was shooting at them while they were falling they couldn't fly because they had to stay invulnerable mm. so they, you know and but but it's like a team say five six whatever good squad and then uh there's only so many powers to go around so it's it's, it's defined somewhere in some comic there, there's like 15 or 20 different options they could have so no two people can have the same thing at once mm. so it's like it's interesting because you know Maybe somebody wants something. You know, somebody like I want to fly, and then someone else is like, "Fuck you, I'm flying." And then so, <laughs> you know, drama. Um, but it's got like a Suicide Squad vibe to it. You can have all the big action, all the big violence. Yeah, yeah you could have Bloodshot show up every two issues and get killed because he'll just come back. Cool. Yeah, I can't wait for the solo hardcore crossover. Yeah. Well, they can't unless Marvel and Valiant reach a publishing agreement. Yeah, what's that? Did you have one left, or you done? No, you're done. We both. Yeah, I'm so done. we both we both buried uh, Bloodshot. 
Yeah. And talk shit funny. About, talk shit about uh, talk shit about the Punisher. Probably lost a listener too. I was waiting for Shadow Cabinet. Oh shit. Yeah, I didn't think about that. I kind of just set my mind to like a Marvel, like superheroes, so Marvel DC Valiant. I didn't think about yeah. Shadow Cabinet. But I already did. I mean, if you want to hear what I if you want to think about what I want to do with Shadow Cabinet, it's in an episode somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. Probably not titled Shadow Cabinet. So just listen to all 190 something episodes up till now. Yeah, you, you mentioned it in 150 of them. Uh, should we jump over to uh, to find out which of the last two beers make up the final oh, four? Man. I can't wait. I know. Let's go over there now. All right. And we're back. So I taste tested four beers, did a blind taste test. I had, again, I had a hard time telling the difference between any of them. I think that's by design. Uh, but I had to make some choices, some difficult choices. So I did. I did what was asked of me. And uh, I completed the Elite Eight. So let's see which other two beers here go on to the final four. Tasting notes. Let's see. Let's do the first one. Let's do the winners first. No, let's do the, the non-winners first. So uh, beer C was Pabst. And my note was that it had some sort of flavor. Not great, not bad. And I think that, I think that uh, describes PBR pretty well. Uh, it's just there. It serves a purpose. And... Uh, it's not terrible. It's not great. So it's gone. B. B was old style, which mm, uh, I wrote down my notes that was forgettable, but easy to drink. And I mean, forgettable, that's not true. Heinemann's old style is a classic. Uh, I, for one, will never forget old style, but it did not make the elite or the did not make the final four to my great dismay it was the lowest seated beer coming into the elite eight or sorry coming into the sweet 16 it was the lowest seated beer uh it gets bounced in the second round uh sorry mr heileman okay so let's see uh a was my second favorite if you could call it that a was natty light I can't believe Natty Light's moving on. It was a dark horse. It made the tournament at the very end. Uh, Lone Star had to bow out for reasons, you know, COVID reasons. Lone Star couldn't make it. So Natty Light jumped into the bracket and now it's in the final four. I can't believe I'm even saying this. It, it's it, it's blowing my mind. A beer that I never even considered, never even gave it the time of day is moving on to the final four. And then that leaves my, I guess, my favorite beer of the day, uh, Bud Light. It just, oof, I mean, man, I don't know what to do. This is this is turning into a train wreck, but hey, we're going to do it. So the final four is Budweiser, Bud Light, Natty Light, and Pacifico. So I got three Anheuser-Busch beers in the top, in the final four. Who knew I was a uh, Anheuser-Busch homer? But there you go. Next week, we're going to be doing two beers. I'm going to reseed the beers uh, again, one through four. And next week will be the one through four. The week after that will be the two through three. Episode 200 will be the final. Thank the blessed baby Jesus. Yeah, so there we are. With that, There we are, the final four. Shocking, really. I mean, shocking. It's all they talked about on the Sirius XM channel this morning that's devoted to uh, podcast drinking challenges. It's like channel 402. But yeah, anything else? Anything else in your notes we didn't get to? Any other cool shit? Nah, bro. 
All right. Well, then send us home, Scott. That's it. Yeah. Fuck off, everybody.